Welcome to OK Sis. We are two cultural observers and curious minds who happen to be related. I'm Scout. And I'm Maddie. Get ready for some serious sororal energy. As we chat about and comment on one another's current fixation of the week. Ready, Ready, sisters? Hi, sisters. It's Scout here. I just wanted to send a quick note before we get into today's episode. For today's episode, we are going to be reposting one of our favorite interviews thus far, Pia Arobio from LPA The Label. Pia opens up about building a successful fashion brand, losing her father, finding the love of her life, and so much more. For those who are new, welcome to OK Sis. My co-host Maddie, who you'll hear in a second, is my sister, IRL. We love interviewing rad female guests and indulge in some sororal energy. Enjoy this interview with Pia Arobio. Pia Arobio is the founder of LPA, a Los Angeles-based fashion brand that has been seen on Emily Ratajkowski, Gigi Hadid, and Madonna. LPA has quickly become known for its faux fur jackets, silky slip dresses, and chunky knit sweaters that can be found at Revolve and Forward by Alice Walker. Prior to launching LPA, Arobio had worked as, as a designer for the Reformation, where she dreamed of taking the risk to launch her own brand. So without further ado, Pia Arobio. What an amazing intro. Yeah, You're are, amazing. I mean, full full fangirl. Let's just say full that we are blessed happening. by royalty today. <laughs> That's my Dude, opinion you on you. You should good. tell my mom and husband that because this morning they were like, the trash needs to get taken out. <laughs> no, you are a queen. You are a Thank queen. You. You Thank you very much. Queen. I'm wearing Le Labo. And, okay. And I don't know what scent it is and I need to figure it out. I wore rose forever. Okay. And um, they- the everyone wears santal yeah and they sent me this scent that i'm wearing now and i my rose broke some it broke and yeah. i was like well, i don't have like 50 dollars to like <laughs> refill this thing right now <laughs> <laughs> and so i was like oh, i'll just use the one that they gave me and i've never received a person in traffic the other day like i pulled up next to someone and they were like is that you that smells good are no you serious way. yeah that's unbelievable like, it's so nice when people say nice things to strangers it no really way. is one time i was driving and i was blasting um that song gas pedal with oh, my roommate and we were like dancing like crazy and we turn over and there's an 85 year old grandma fucking Aww. grinding it yeah. with us and i was like this is the best day of my life it's just nice when people connect on a right? nice level because right? everyone's so mean and angry totally yes <laughs> Yeah. Um, current fixations. Yeah, I can start. Okay. Okay. So right now I'm currently fixated on the essential oil, the bl- uh, the balance blend by DoTerra. Mm. I have been putting it on my wrists, on my upper lip, on the bottom of my feet, and on my ankles before I go to bed every single night. And then lately I've just been reapplying it like every two hours onto my wrists and like smelling it a little bit and breathing yeah. in. It is godly. Aromatherapy is a very real therapy. Yeah, no, it's godly, and it's yeah. also like a little bit of a ritual now. So yeah. I'm kind. It's it's become kind of ritualistic for me, where I kind of just like pull out my balanced blend and apply mm. it, and just have a moment to like chill for a second. Um, Such a good way to just like ground down the day. Right. Take it down. Yeah, take it down, it's yeah. just like a little reminder every few hours. Like take a breath, breathe in some nice smelling things, mm-hmm. and kind of calm yourself a little bit. Scout, because I've I've been like <laughs> introduced. I know she makes fun of me like all the time. Um, I've been introduced to essential oils for a while now, but I just recently like really was like I need to commit myself to essential oils. I got a humidifier and um, 
was so pissed when I read the directions and it said do not put essential oils, put essential in, oils in the thing. Isn't that and I was the like, point of it? No, no, no. Fucking reason why. I want to be. It's a diffuser. You want you want yeah, a diffuser. I fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> so now that my mom gets that one and I just got a diffuser. That's yeah, you need it. a diffuser. Or maybe I'll do fucking both because I really want to be in a moist room. Ooh, I hate that word. Yeah, yeah that was good. good. Yeah. A, a, a cozy room. A cozy, snuggly. I don't. I'm not. A, I don't want to be dry. Exactly. There we go. Yeah. The dryness. <laughs> we the just dryness. talked about a humidifier in one of our other episodes. Yeah. No. I, in this exact topic about diffusers versus yeah. humidifiers, and we are still. I'm a big fan of diffusers. They're great. Do diffusers omit the same amount of moisture into a room? No. I don't think I don't so. Think, no. Think it's it's more of a smell. smell. I think it's just the essential oil. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. I should probably have done research on this. Yeah, well, that's okay. I'll that's just okay. defer to Goop at some point. <laughs> I, As we all do. Whatever GP says, I do. <laughs> exactly. I met her last week. You did? Was it amazing? Oh, deep breath. I... Should you never meet your heroes? I heard... I heard she, she was, was really nice. She far surpassed Ooh, my expectations. Really? Okay. Yeah, so she... Um, I mean, I'm just like a fan of like 90s Gwyneth with like Absolutely. a cig in her mouth. And, yeah. uh, you know, I'm ju- I mean, I just I've always loved her. She's never bothered me. Mm-hmm. People don't bother me. There's only a few people that really bother me. I'm not that bothered by mm-hmm. other people because I'm like a secure, normal person. Yeah. So <laughs> when she launched Goop, I was like, good for her. Because yeah. th- I, I also another thing I really like about people is when you're rich and decide to continue working and do things that are challenging. Because mm-hmm. like most people and are like, I'm rich. Industries. I just hang out now. Yeah. yeah. And so for her to like be an entrepreneur and launch her own mm-hmm. company is which is a huge fucking undertaking. Mm-hmm. And then she's really like vocal about how insecure she is about mm-hmm. that journey. And I was like, that's cool, too. Yeah. Like none of her shit bothers me. I'm yeah. just like, good for you, because I'm also on like a weird health and wellness journey. Mm-hmm. And I do very weird things, so it's none of what she does is weird to me. Anyway, for as much criticism as she gets, I think people need to step back and say and think that Goop is not for everyone. She's not trying so to market it for anyone. Everyone, it's a niche thing. It's a niche market. It's and like that's what fine. Is the like, why are you? Yeah, why? No, like, so it's not for you. If you don't like it, don't don't look to her. at yeah. it. That's my thing with her. So my husband, well, which is what we kind of talked about when I met her. Yeah. My husband is um, a chemist, and his parents are doctors, and my mother-in-law just rips Goop apart. Yeah, because there's, yeah. Okay, so here's why. Because when you are especially in the field as a doctor, or if you you go, it's the same thing with, like, fucking vegans and shit. If you Mm -hmm. sit in a room with someone and you're like, I'm vegan, the other person's natural response is to tell you all the reasons why they're not vegan. Yeah, sure. good point. You're yeah. like, well, I'm uh, iron deficient yeah. and like I need, yeah. you know what I mean? Because you start feeling judged because mm-hmm. you're yeah. judging yourself. Mm-hmm. But that's just somebody else's life choice. Exactly. So my dad was a dentist. My dad was very sick for a long time. Mm-hmm. And when my dad died was on like eight different pre- like prescription pills. Like my dad right. used to have to take four Vicodin to get out of bed. Jeez. And when I started getting woke as like an adult, I was like, hold on, you're not eating right for your blood type. You are not mm. getting vitamin drips every week. You are not getting acupuncture. You do not have a physical therapist. You are eating mayonnaise at dinner. Like you're not eating ginger. You need to be drinking turmeric. Like you need yeah. to be drinking alkaline water at this percent. Like I was like, you're not doing anything to kill disease. You eat sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. No, there's like You're a certain way worse. to take care of your body. And so for, for, for doctors, way. especially, so like I've used food as medicine. Like mm-hmm. I had like a ginger too. And I'm like, put pepper with the turmeric to yeah, make sure yeah, that yeah, it yeah. absorbs. Like, but doctors 
a lot of doctors are like, I don't know. It, it, that's like, well, that goes, that's not what I study. Our, and yeah. so there, it's hard for them to evolve a little bit. And I hope my mother-in-law does not listen to this episode, <laughs> but also like good I'm for your mother-in-law. Like, Cause that's really amazing. And to be a chemist is also insane, but I, you never hear goop. You never hear people on goop being other. like, fuck a chemist. Yeah. You know, you're right. No, I'm yeah. a fan of goop. Like yeah. I, I think it's a great site. The minute it came out, I was like super intrigued. I think some of their articles are unbelievable. Also their travel guides. That's my go to oh, travel, travel shopping guides. section. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, it's that's amazing. More of a wish list for me, but but yeah. no, you can find a lot of those items yeah. entry price point on Amazon. True. Like it's True. not Oh, that's a good hack. Oh yeah, I don't buy from the yeah. website. <laughs> <laughs> I, ta- oh I take everything to Amazon. Oh my oh god, yeah. that's amazing. That's, that's how we do it, too. Yeah. Um, okay. Your current fixation. current fixation. Okay, so have you guys heard of the TV show called The Hookup Plan on Netflix? No. no. I, ho- I was hoping you were going to say Shit's Creek. Oh, oh, no, oh no, she's I already obsessed with that. Oh, oh god. She talks I, about it way too much. Yeah, we need to not talk about it because I talk I'm obsessed with Shit's Creek. Wait, what's The Hookup? Okay, so The Hookup Plan is a Netflix original series in French. Okay. Chic. So chic already. Yeah. But it's about this um Parisian woman named Elsa and her friends set her up with a male escort because they want her to build her confidence. She had just gotten out of a relationship. She oh, that's feels a good idea. insecure and she's like this dorky, like naturally beautiful girl, but she, you know, she just got out of breakup, so she's a little low on self-esteem. And the male escort really like boosts her up and he's this charming, handsome guy, and then like obviously they fall in love, yada yada. And it's like rom com esque, but it's mm. in French, so you you just like feel more sophisticated when you're listening to it. Oh, and I love this. It. It's I binged it in one day. It's oh, okay. Uh, it's just one season. It's, it's just unbelievable. Season? Yeah. I hate when something is one season and I you yeah. love it. I love and it. I love when it. You and I'm just like, uh, God damn it. When it's remember when shows used to be once a week? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. We couldn't watch the whole thing in one day. <laughs> we, yeah. we used to be obsessed with Survivor when we were little, and I just remember. <laughs> I just remember, like, we had to you tape to that stop, shit. You need to stop telling people this. Right. It was like a family thing that we did all the time. We did The Bachelor as a family thing. We did. Um, oh, we're big Bachelor. We people. did The OC as a family thing. Never watched The OC. Oh, I, I we, were, we were one. Well, we were more One Tree Hill fans. OC came later for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I never watched yeah. OC. Oh, you, you should. Oh my god! This pod, this podcast has given me way too many TV <laughs> shows to watch. Like I can't keep up. I don't know what to do. All our current fixations are TV, our TV shows. shows, and I'm like listed up to here yeah, right now on yeah. my Netflix and Hulu. Like, what's it called? Like, backlog. Yeah, 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 Q. My Q yeah, yeah. is full, ladies yeah. and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Pia. Um, I am. I'm like obsessing over hot eight yoga right now and it's oh yes and what it's is it hot eight yoga it's in beverly oh hills. Hot. Well, there's I one you in said yogurt. i was like oh. what um no not yogurt uh but i do love yogurt me too me too <laughs> it's hot yoga. hot eight yoga we love but hot yoga so what i love about hot eight yoga is that they have like a regular hot yoga class mm. but then there's a sculpt class Ooh. and there's a fucking bar class and like mm-hmm. this morning I did the sculpt class and literally at one point I was like, I looked at the teacher and I was like, how is this legal? Cause this is a, b- <laughs> it's boot camp in like yeah. 110 degree. But I just feel so high when I leave that class. I'm a big fan of like hot cold too. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. you know, I just think that it's, it's the only time where I really, I always say, like, before I go to bed, I'm going to, like, do my prayers and my ritual and my intentions and write my list and do my thing. But I just, I eat a CBD pill and I, like, pass <laughs> out on my husband. And so 
having that like morning to like lay in there and then like get a fucking dope workout in and then stretch a shit ton and then have another five minutes of like forced reflection Mm -hmm. is really really incredible and it's been like a big game changer for me to the point where like if i miss a class i'm like (laughs) yeah uh, it's like meltdown whenever i go to hot yoga i made them let me in late today yeah Um, I feel like I'm being my body has been wrung out. Yes, like a yeah, towel. Yes. it's really it good feels for you. I remember amazing. one summer, Mads, you and I went to yoga together every day. Well, yeah, we well we we tr- we took like the thirty day yoga challenge. T- the no, the teacher training, like five hundred hour Holy shit. thing when I was in high school, which is like crazy. That was um, crazy. But it was hot yoga at Moto. No, it was at Core, Core Power. Power. Oh, yeah. It, oh, yeah Core Power is way bigger in San Diego than it is here. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it's huge yeah, in San Diego. Yeah, so we used to do hot yoga. I mean, we had to because we had to get the 500 hours, and we were just like. I don't think I got the 500 hours. Yeah, I don't think you finished it, Scout. But no, I don't think I finished that. Well, it's b- How long does it take to do 500 hours of yoga? Don't ask me because okay. I did not complete it. <laughs> I mean, if you go every day, and then we and then we did have classes that added up to the 500, but it took. It took like it took like six months. No, oh, it was like a two no. month thing. But what? Then, but then we had to keep going and do the and do yoga for five hundred oh, hours. Oh, okay. Two hundred hours. I think it's two hundred. You're crazy. <laughs> no, you're crazy. Hours. It was two hundred. An hour hours? a day. That's okay. That's thirty <laughs> fucking hours a month. <laughs> It was 200 I was like, this is years. <laughs> yeah, no, I think it was 200 Unless you're just in there all day for multiple days. <laughs> but but, but the classes counted towards those hours. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. So okay. it was more doable. Um, yeah, I just <laughs> fucked up on that. It's 200 hours for sure. You're yeah. like, I yeah. had to do 5,000 hours. <laughs> <laughs> Casually, my sophomore year of high school. <laughs> so weird and random. Matt, you actually like taught a so class random. too. Yeah, I used to work at the like local gym. I was a yoga instructor oh, when I was in high school. That's it is that legal? I don't think Probably so. Probably not. No. Yeah, no. Also I just walked into the gym and I was like, Hey, I have a teacher's like certificate and I'll teach your yoga and they were like, Yeah, what, sure. like after school? Yeah. I went to like I did like the that five is PM so class. cute. I never took one of your classes. That's a bigger. I mean, of mine. what was your yoga voice? Because teachers full have yoga voice, and it's such a real thing. <laughs> I mean, I she's very the loud. loudest. Most she's like person. literally the loudest yeah. human being and on this so planet. I think that was like my therapeutic hour where yeah. I just calm down, calm down, slow down. Okay, Maybe well that's, that's like impossible it. to find something to like calm you down. So I that's know. pretty good. Oh, very true. Yeah, I try on a daily basis and fail and fail. Yeah. One of the most surprising side effects of postpartum for me was that my hair started shedding right around the crown of my head. Now I have these random baby hairs sticking out near my forehead that I just can't figure out what to do with. Yeah, I keep asking you to tame those down, but they seem to be very stubborn. Yes, I know, Mads. After a few months of me not seeing improved hair growth, I knew I needed to give my hair some extra strength and support. Enter Nutrafol. I just got the Nutrafol's postpartum supplement and I'm so excited because I'm committed to supporting my hair health now that I'm postpartum. The next six months is going to be me and Nutrafol. I might not be a mother like Scoutala is, but as you sisters know, we are always on a hair journey here on OK Sister Podcast. I am always looking for a way to up my hair health game. I love Nutrafol because they have a whole body approach, multi-targets, underlying root causes like stress, hormone fluctuations, and nutrient gaps for visibly thicker and stronger hair. 
While many supplements rely solely on ingredient studies, Nutrafol clinically tests final formulations to ensure their efficacy. In a clinical study, 86% of women reported improved hair growth after taking Nutrafol women's hair growth supplements for six months. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. Take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering our listeners $10 off your first month subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter the promo code OKSIS. Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com promo code OKSIS. That's Nutrafol.com promo code OKSIS. Sisters, my goal these days is to always look put together when I leave the house. Nothing over the top or super dressed up or anything like that. I just want to look put together and feel good about what I'm wearing in an effortless yet refined way. When I look at my closet every single morning and think about what I can wear that is chic and intentional, I usually end up grabbing one of my Jenny Kane sweaters and I always end up loving the way I look and the way I feel in them. You all know, sisters, that when I envision my highest self, I am wearing Jenny Kane. Their sweaters are the quintessential must-have item. I cannot stop wearing my Marina set. I throw it on and immediately feel like I'm in a Nancy Myers movie, like I could just walk on the beach in Santa Barbara. It is the coastal grandma aesthetic. My favorite Jenny Kane sweater right now is their everyday sweater in taupe. This is the definition of a staple that every woman must have in their wardrobe. Sisters, trust me on this one. I wear it with leggings, oversized jeans, and a little kitten heel or a silk maxi skirt. Legit, Mads and I are so obsessed with wearing our Johnny Kane sweaters that we've literally shown up both wearing the same sweater once. The white alpaca cocoon crew neck, which is this deliciously oversized sweater. Yeah, that moment takes the cake. Both of us walking in with our matching Jenny Kane sweaters. We're obsessed. Can't take them off. Wearing them every day. The type of staples that save your outfit. That is what I love about their entire collection. It is truly the art of simplicity. They focus on comfort, quality, and timeless designs. You can curate a wardrobe that never goes out of style. Find your new uniform at JennyKane.com. Our listeners get 15% off your first order when you use code OKSIS at checkout. That's 15% off your first order, J-E-N-N-I-K-A-Y-N-E.com, promo code OKSIS. O-K-A-Y-S-I-S. Let getting dressed be one less thing to worry about. Okay, we need to get into you, Pia. Yes, we do. Oh, gosh. There's so much to unpack. Ask me anything. But, like, personal things that are cool and not, like, let's, like, get real. Oh, yeah. That's what we're here for. Okay, Okay. but first, let's, like, lay down basics. Like, personal things that are cool. (laughs) (laughs) cool. cool What a nice thing to say. (laughs) I'm such an idiot. Okay, lay down. We'll lay down the foundation. So, okay. Where'd you grow up? I grew up in Pasadena. Perfect. Was fashion always a prevalent aspect of your yeah, life? Yeah, I, I, ha- I remember, <laughs> I was like laughing at this with my mom the other day because my dad like hated his job and I remember him coming home in the summer one time and I was like swimming and he was like, oh, I went to work all day, all you did was swim, like you need to get a job and I was, I remember looking at him and being like, I'm 11 <laughs> and I can't work yet, so I don't know why you're mad that I have summer vacation. So as soon as I turned 12, 
I got a job at my mom's friend's boutique in La Cunada and like folded sweaters and shit. Got it. And then I had a job at Elisa B, which is a boutique in Old Town mm-hmm. Pasadena. Like she had like Alexander Wang when I was in high school. It was like a, such a chic store. And I folded stuff and I wrapped Christmas presents until I was like old enough for them to hire me part time. And I would mm-hmm. go after school and work there and work on the weekends and um use the money i made there to buy shit on the west i would drive to the west side and like this is when like madison and planet blue and like i would go to jet rag i could go to hit up every yes i mean yeah every brand at that point like was so interesting and so cool there wasn't social media so it didn't matter like who was wearing that dress or like i mean there was this is when nicole richie was also like popping so whatever she would wear i was like yeah i'm not but like (laughs) there was definitely uh beautiful discovery to being and like you know you would like talk to the people who worked at madison and they were all Mm. fucking cool and they dressed cool and they were like we love this designer and they make you know and so i always was just like oh like it was a big deal to me always and then i went to parsons design school amazing so how did you start designing for reformation i got hired there um doing not that i got hired there doing like pr and then Mm. Um, and then I started, like, got thrown in on, like, styling a web shoot. This is when, like, they, like, just had, like, I remember the first time we sold something online. Wow. So you were there from so the how beginning. Did I got there at the very beginning. And then, and then they, Reformation to that point, too, was just, like, one of a kind stuff. And mm-hmm. then she started developing, like, a collection. Um, were you friends with Yale before? Yeah. Okay. Kind of. Okay. Not like we met and not long after we then we started hanging out and not long after we met, I remember her sitting me down and be like, we really want you to work for us. And I was like, I don't know. You guys are my friends. I've never done that. I don't really want to do that. I really was like excited. I was I just left People's Revolution and I kind of wanted to get back to doing like freelance production, which is what I was doing before in my like super early, early 20s. And um, and then one day she was like, do you want to sit on a design meeting? Like, I think you understand like what the customer would want. And that was at the very beginning. So then I was doing all that other stuff and then sitting in on design meetings and then kind of grappling with it all. And then after like however many years, the company turned into like a full company and you Mm. didn't have to be one of those employees that did 45 things anymore because there was the funding for you to do your, you know, every there was like so many employees. And so I was just the designer Mm. with other obviously not just me with like a bunch of other people. But and then what what made you want to leave that? Um, I got a job at Zara and I didn't want to go to Zara, but I had just gotten out of a breakup and really wanted to like eat, pray, love myself. (laughs) Amazing. And so I took the interview at Zara to just get a ticket to Europe. And I met a friend there and the friend who I met there said, oh, I was just with Risa from Revolve and Mm -hmm. she wants to meet you because I had posted on Instagram that I was leaving Reformation to go to Zara. And I was like, oh, that's weird. I wonder why she would want to meet me, whatever. I'm in Italy, and I, like, have the interview. I go to Italy to meet my friend. We, like, sit down for our first meal. Zara calls. They're like, you got the job. Mm. And, um, oh, it makes me, like, emotional. Because oh. I was like, oh, my God, I thought I was going to be such a loser for so long. Because I just had this job that I had done for a really long time, and I just plateaued. And I was like, what am I going to do? And, like, you know, I think it's hard, especially in L.A., where, like, there are people who come from like very rich backgrounds and like my dad made good money, but like, you know, at a certain point he was, you know, when I'm in my fucking twenties, I don't have like help and I don't have like a trust fund or anything like that. So I was like, I don't, I didn't have time to like 
take time to be like, what do I want? Or like my parents will pay my rent until this, like it just wasn't by that time I was giving them money back for, you know, having them like help me with college and stuff. So I freaked out and was like, holy shit. Like, and it was like a great, I was like, I'm moving to Spain where like it costs nothing to eat food and to like live. And I'm getting like a salary increase. And the company was so, everyone in the company is so nice and they're so cool and I was like, I'm going to see Europe. This is crazy. And then I get, I got back from Italy and we were crying. We're cheering. I'm like, oh my God. I'm like, I'm moving to Europe. And like, and then um, I met with Risa and she's like, so Revolve has been doing private label brands and they're doing really well. And like, we think that you would be great to like run one of those brands since you have a background in like all of these things. And you can, I mean, that's like the hard thing that people don't understand is like, I design everything. And, like, we make, like, 60 things a month. And then I have, like, swim and sweaters and jewelry and bags and the shoes. And and then I, I run the Instagram. Like, I it's, like, I do the photos. Like, it's, it's a lot of stuff. And it's really hard. I'm lucky that I had all these random jobs because it, it led me to that point. Like, I know how to run an Instagram account. I know how to do customer service. Like, I know how to take photos because, you know, I know how to produce a shoot. And then the amazing people at Revolve, you know, they're like, we're here whenever you need us. So if I'm like, hey, I want to do this event, like the marketing girls are like, boom, and they put it together in a second because they're champions. Yeah. And so I'm really thankful for that. Um, so, so what was wait, the... Wait, we need to go... We need to, we, need to, we need to go back. So first, that's so interesting that you felt like you were plateauing at Ref. And then isn't it so amazing that that moment where you are kind of had that freak out, like two incredible, like oh. life-changing opportunities... I don't know. Just I, I, I love when people have those types of moments because it's just so reassuring for people everyone around going to, that. to yeah. remind yourself, like, if you're stuck, there usually is something on the other end of that. I, mean, I remember like right before. Yeah, just like I lived yeah. in this house with my ex and I would run out of money every month before I would get my new paycheck. Mm-hmm. And. And all, Reformation was doing so well, and I, like, loved working there so much. Mm-hmm. But I was like, there's nowhere for me to grow. Mm-hmm. And just – and I'm so lucky that I had the foundation of going to, like – I didn't graduate from school because, like, money became really hard. And so um, when I was a junior, my mom was like, how much more do you want to, like, get into college debt? And I was like, mm-hmm. not much. And also my college counselor was like, you're getting jobs already, like – Go build up your portfolio. Like, you don't, nobody cares if you, everyone's going to ask you for a fucking, like, degree. I'm the same way. I didn't graduate college. You know, I had a career opportunity and I was like, there's literally no reason for me to continue. Zara asked me for my degree because they were like, oh, we need to get, because I, whatever, when they thought I was going to go there for a second, um, they were like, we need, you know, that for, to get a visa for you. Yeah. But that was it. That's that the was only it. time. Yeah. So it. what was, like, the catalyst? Like, you had two amazing opportunities. What made you... I spent a month deciding. melting. Really? Yeah. Melting, melting, wow. melting. And what was the ultimate the d- Yeah. Yeah. Uh, like, it's just so funny. Um, the Okay, so I'm lucky that I went to Parsons for multiple reasons. I, and... A lot of the things that my professors taught me about, like legit, like just lo- just logistical shit, mm-hmm. always really stuck with me. Mm-hmm. So one was like, set a salary goal for yourself, and just know that like, 
realistically you can't increase your salary by like more than it would be a miracle but like 10k a year right and so if you're like if you want to have this salary by the time you're 35 like you need to fucking figure out how to get a you know what i mean and so i was like okay and then um that was something that like oh and then obviously just the title of creative director like how there's no bigger title i do think that unfortunately the title of creative director nowadays gets like i'm lucky that i'm the creative director of a brand but like that's it within the context of like you know this like kind of like fast fashiony culture but mm-hmm. like you know real creative directors have like an art history degree and like work for fucking 20 years and like oh, then you get that yeah. title you Got know what I mean? yeah there's a, a friend of mine named ruba who lives in new york who's a fucking the biggest inspiration of life and she has a highlight on her instagram that says like how to become a creative director and it wow. is the most spot on like also just kind of like fuck you like because I think people forget that, like, you have to do all those jobs Absolutely. first, yeah. you know. And I didn't – I'm lucky that I got it this early. But anyway, so I was, like, that title. Mm-hmm. And then what if I meet someone in Europe and I have to decide between Italy – or Italy. I say right. Italy because my <laughs> husband – besides between Europe and L.A. Sure. And, like, I'm so attached to my parents. And, like, mm-hmm. that was really hard. Like, it was just – and so I, I just was like, I can't, I just can't turn this down. Cause mm-hmm. when else am I going to be able to do my own thing? Absolutely. Um, and then like, ironically enough, I ended up having to like choose between a European and America anyway. Thank yeah. God he picked America. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not saying I would have moved to Europe at some point. Cause I think this place is going to fucking go up in flames. flames. <laughs> 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 Absolutely. Um, so you described LPA as Dolce Gabbana meets Supreme. So yeah, can I, we take that? I said it once a long oh, time ago. Oh, does everyone? And everyone it's like the one you? thing that I just don't ever want to use either one of those. Okay, we'll really? nix it. We'll just yeah. nix that. Okay, so so, ha- like so happy I'm happy that I can publicly say that I don't ever want to hear that. I said it one okay. time, like in the comfort of my home with a writer, and it was like the title of the thing, and oh my god, picked oh my up. Okay, and PSA. I was like, this is the perfect, interesting thing for how like there's no contacts and things just travel and like <laughs> yeah, 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 becomes yeah. like blown up. No. Okay, totally. so who is the LPA girl? Um, I well, it's it's been an interesting. Thing, trying to figure out like what my idea is and like what sells and like then who's buying things and whatever but I think it's like I think there's an interesting moment well at first like I'm lucky that like a lot of young girls like girls wear that shit to prom and I'm like that's fucking amazing that's right and my mom wears LPA all the time Aww. which I think is like super cute ideally it's for this like lull in between like you know 24 25 and you like start working and then like into your like mid-30s when you're just like that like moment where you're like, I want to like look super cute and like maybe you get a big paycheck and you want to splurge on a leather jacket. But if you can't, there's like a hundred and twenty dollar dress, you know, you'll wear ten times. You know what I mean? And like it's sad the way that people wear clothes now. Mm-hmm. It's like very disposable. And Absolutely. that's something I would like and not like do, but like am kind of like working on. But at the same time, like. There's like I mean, we just sell such volume of things mm-hmm. like in. And I'm so thankful for that. So it's been, it's funny. Like girls also buy things that are like very slutty. (laughs) And that would happen at at Reformation too. Like the things that were the more, most like body bearing, like girls love that shit. Oh yeah. And I don't, I'm not like that. Well, my my husband gets so many. Why should my wife's tits be out all the time? (laughs) 
That's his accent. <laughs> oh my god! And every that. time I put something on, he's like, "Oh, like," and I'm like, "I don't have to tell you." Like <laughs> this top, I sold hundreds of these tops. Like, like you know what I mean? Oh my like, god! So it's like I don't know. I right now I'm getting older. Obviously, yeah, like so I'm 32 now. So I definitely there are times that I want to feel really sexy and buy a dress. I'm just like, "Fuck yeah, I look good." Yeah. Like I put on an LPA dress the other night and just had a girls' dinner at sunset. I was wearing head to toe LPA and I was like, I feel so good. Aww. And then. There are times where I'm like, oh, this is an LPA sweatshirt. That, mm-hmm. like, is it surreal to wear your own clothes? It's pretty. It's no, it's more weird when I meet someone and they own LPA. I'm like, you took time out of your day <laughs> to like Aww. buy something that's that I made. That's how I feel like, about people who listen to the podcast. I'm like, you took so, it's like you took so much time. You're in your home. You're in your home. It's just what's fucked up about it. Everything. You're like from this remote tiny place where you yeah, feel so safe, safe and something yeah. goes out into the world and you don't realize that like people not only are people at looking at it, but like everyone in the world has access to that. And totally. then it's just that's why you got to be like very obviously careful. Yeah. I mean, I like pray now before even I like set an intention before I put any Instagram posts or anything because I'm just like, God forbid. Interesting. Yeah. Are you spiritual? Yeah. yeah. That's what I figured. I follow. Um. I like pray to different angels, like Angel Michael Same. for protection. No, I pray oh. to my inner guide. Tell me more about Ooh. the angels. Oh my god, you guys are s- okay. There's just like throne <laughs> Sorry, angels Mads. and dominion angels, and I call on them for emergencies, which I've been like really having to like Do depend on them like really hard. No. Hmm. What is this? Wait, where where is this? I have a woman in? that I talk to. That yeah, is like. And they give you the angels? Yeah, she'd be like, I mean, there's angel books. So how it works is like, I'm not like, like I grew up Catholic, mm. but okay. I think I think this way with any religion, like whatever these things are, mm-hmm. it's just a form of energy. Sure. Yes. So yeah, yes. if I want to feel safe and like angel Michael is like this thing that's like, oh, it's not like literally, there's not, it. I mean like visualize or whatever, but, and I feel warmth an and energy. a smile coming down, but it's. It's just an energy, it's an energy. And, totally. and the people put energy into physical forms mm-hmm. that they're comfortable with. Sure. Yeah. And yeah. So I love I that. I love that description. Yeah. Thinking about angels flying around me makes my heart sore. Yeah. And I just and then you should do that. This is back to the whole goop thing. If it works for you, just like let people be. Yeah. God damn. Wait, do you want to know about me talking to her? Oh, yeah. Wait, did we not finish that? No. Oh, okay. oh keep going. Keep going. <laughs> so I Where love her. This? So then... So that and my friends who own sweet greens are like friends with her and they are she mm. like loves sweet greens and like works with them. And so they were like, we had a dinner in her house and she was like so cool. And I was oh like, ah. and then I started listening to her podcast, which is mm. new. And then I listened yep. to everyone like I like and some multiple times. What's like, it called? Like, it's the just the goo, goo podcast. podcast. Just the goo podcast. Yeah. Like, there was, I should like, listen to the first one with Oprah. It's Ooh, I didn't down. Even, can I say it. something? I didn't even listen to the Oprah one really? because I was like, it's like peeking. It, really? You're right. You're right. I listen yeah. to it when I feel settled. I want to listen true. to the doctors, that was a, and I want to yeah. the Gabrielle Reese. Gabrielle Reese mm-hmm. is like I know when her niche is the highest person for most people, but I think in general population, Gabrielle Reese is like very underestimated as like a fucking god totally. on this planet, and she's so centered and fucking cool. Anyway, so <laughs> they I don't know by the grace of God, I get an email saying like you're invited to like a live taping with Gwyneth Paltrow interviewing Giselle. Wow. And I was like, wow. That's amazing. And so I bring my best friend who I grew up with in Pasadena who like has a kid and like is like, you know, like a fucking mom Mm -hmm. and and who's like my best whole life and loves GP, right? So we're like in the car. We're like, oh, yeah. And we (laughs) sit and we like sit down and Gwyneth walks out (gasps) and she looks like a fucking. Also, there's like three people there. 
like so small and she's, she's small no the no the room oh, 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 oh i was like she's and she looked at everyone and she said i this has never happened before but giselle is not here <gasps> and we're just gonna have to like do a q and a and i was like yes, yes! <laughs> oh my god that's amazing because giselle i'm fine with but sure no gp is i don't th- i'm fine you know like yeah. i wasn't there for giselle yeah i was there for gp yeah so then how she did just you ask a question so, i asked a question that first of all i was like i'm gonna ask a question and once I said that to myself, I was sweating. My mouth got dry. That happens to me every time. And like everyone, I was like, I'll let a few people ask questions yeah. first. So I don't seem too thirsty. And then, so the whole time I'm like, and I'm, tr- and I'm keep taking deep breaths, but I'm wearing leather pants. So every time I breathe, the leather makes a noise in this oh, tiny room. And my I'm like, God. everyone's I'm fucking nervous. And my stomach was gurgling. And I was like, oh. and then I asked her, I, I asked her what it is like to be I was like, so once you get woke about food and food being medicine mm-hmm. and the things that we're supposed to be eating and drinking on a daily basis, mm-hmm. once you have all that knowledge, how do you share that information without it coming mm. off as elitist and isolating? Absolutely. That's a great question. Which is a great question. <laughs> what uh, was her answer? <laughs> it came through snaps, me. Snaps. Because um, I, w- I, I remember being like, well, I get weird with health and wellness. Mm-hmm. And so... And they were, and she and her, I think her name's Alyssa or Elise, her like right hand was like, how weird do you get? And I was like, I get myself coffee animas at home. And they were like, oh, good for you. Good for you. Shut oh my up. God. Like, yeah. And so then everyone like looked at me like, who's that girl? Um, she gave a lot of answers um, that were great. Like she took a while to answer and it yeah. literally, it was like God sent me there because she talked about being criticized online mm-hmm. and how like. She's like, you know, like if you're a random account or a blogger and you aren't following journalistic decorum, which is like my whole thing about the Internet is like, say what you want to say, but just follow your fact check, timeline check, Mm -hmm. journalistic, basic journalistic, because I wanted to be a journalist. And so like when I was in high school, I wrote for the paper and I used to take fucking classes at SC. Mm -hmm. I got invited to take classes at SC about journalism. So Mm -hmm. it's something that like that's why when I see people just saying whatever the fuck they want on the internet without checking yeah. timelines to make other people look bad, I'm like, that's not, that's not the rules. Right. Yeah. Right. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's all out the window. So yeah. she was like, you know, if I see people say, and she's like, and people who are openly willing to like say negative things, mm-hmm. she's like, and they don't have a job within this category. Like you're not in, even in the arena. Yeah. And I was like, well, that's awesome. You need awesome. a level of expertise. Yeah. And then she talked about her dad being sick. And, like, what yeah. he was, like, eating and how she was, like, you need to not do that. And how, like, her she realized that there was no way that her dad wasn't going to eat a fucking steak. And, like, I mean, you know, do whatever it was that he was doing that she thought was, like, unsafe for, like, the particular cancer that he had. Mm-hmm. And she was, like, you know, like, my daughter eats Doritos. Like, I'm not going to give my daughter a complex sure. by, like, telling her she can't. And yeah. that's also something I think about all the time with yeah. having kids, like, my sister was really gnarly with her daughter about food, and she like for a moment got really weird with food. And so, you have to be you have to be really careful. You gotta be very careful. Absolutely. So I don't know. It was like a lot of really beautiful things. She um, was tight in the right places, but also looked aged in a way that was so refreshing. Because I was like, I just want to let wrinkles happen naturally and gracefully, and like like. Everyone has the same nose job and the same lips and like the fl- <laughs> and I love a Botox and I you know do my lips and stuff but like right. so small. Do you do Botox like for prevent preventable Botox? Well, my 
normal sitting face is a very hard frown. Got it. And it gives me headaches. And people ask me if I'm okay all the time. <laughs> oh, my God. So I do it a tiny bit so I still have movement, but that this is not just like your no, resting It's pose. bad. I've had people – I've had. I, I mean – strangers often like are you okay and i'm like oh my god i'm actually totally fine oh my god that's hilarious sorry just look like that oh my god (laughs) (laughs) and she like smelled good and she's like a cool blowout and she wore like a white button down with a sequin skirt and like fucking stan smith and i was like that's perfect age appropriate cool outfit she's she's so elegant and she hugged me and she was like if you ever want to talk about anything get my email and i was like oh my god i want to chain smoke cigarettes with her drunk and i want to go get a colonic with her (laughs) she's like on but she's balanced she's that person i want to do bad girl stuff and good girl stuff her her. you know what like it's just yeah i I she's so vulnerable about being like if you listen to the podcast she's she's so articulate and well-spoken and well-read it's really unfair, as you said, for these. She fangirls and everyone she she meets. Totally, she is not elitist by any means in any interview. She is so vulnerable. Okay, and I think I need to get humble, on the Gwyneth yeah. train. Her, the the Gwyneth, yeah. uh, the Julia Roberts interview is also amazing too. She was like, "You're Julia Roberts." She kept doing like Julia Roberts. You're like, "You're Julia Roberts." And Julia Roberts was like, "You're Gwyneth Paltrow," and I was like, "Oh my god, I'm excited for both of you." <laughs> <laughs> in the middle, like, going back I was like in my car, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, I have to I listen to this podcast. The only I'm here. We actually have our cousin listens to our podcast, and she'll actually accidentally talk to us in the car. That's fucking cute. Yeah, and it weird. Yeah, it is weird. But the it's future, cute. isn't it cute? She <laughs> like thinks future. that she's like chatting with us, so it's she'll just like chime in, that. and then she'll be like, "Wait, it's a podcast that yeah. doesn't work." Also, the other thing I love about Gwyneth is she drinks Japanese whiskey, and I was just like. So, so Mads is so really fun. big in whiskey. I'm a really big whiskey oh. drinker, and I read it. I just read an article. I think it was an on into the gloss, and she was just like her nighttime bed. You know, is whiskey? No she way. She gets home and drinks a glass of Japanese whiskey, and so I was chic. like, "That's amazing." Goals. Like the only thing goals. I know her from. Like I'm sorry that I'm super ignorant on this situation. Um, is the Avengers like that's literally the oh, only yeah. thing I know? She, like I, I know. I, I don't even I don't know even what know. the Avengers is. Is that a movie? Oh my god, you don't know what the Avengers <laughs> is? Oh, you know what the Avengers I'm obsessed is? with the Avengers. Are you oh kidding me? Is that like oh, one of those movies that's from a comic book? Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. she's in a comic book movie. Yeah, she's the wife of Iron Man. Oh, chic. She is. Super. Yeah. Oh yes, yes, yes. With um. That just Robert seems, Daddy off, Jr. Jr. That seems yeah, off brand yeah. for me, so I would not it assume is, that those two things are. So I, get I just nerdy. see Shakespeare in love yeah. so hard. There's oh, so yeah, many superstars. So many superstars in Avengers that like you just pass off. You're just yeah. like, oh, you're in this. Okay. Oh my god, like, I'm obsessed with the Avengers. Yeah, I. Uh, wow, interesting thing. Something to know that, about you. yeah, right. It's yeah. a bit surprising. <laughs> Very weird. It's like nice to meet you guys. Oh my god. Okay, so let's talk about Revolve. Yeah. What about it? Just like, what's it like working with them? They're so nice they're and so fun they are and so great. And I just so like want to know the tea. Like, how how are they? They are taking how over. Are they achieving what they are achieving. They're taking over they the work entire world. Their asses off, and yeah. they have a bunch of people who work with them that really believe in what they do, and mm-hmm. it's they're fucking cool. Yeah, like they're just like great, wonderful people. Yeah, our first like three meetings were like at MM's house with like pizza and like wine and like. Oh, I love that. Oh, that's it awesome. Was just really. Like, M.M.'s mom is, like, the most wonderful woman I've, like, ever met. And, like, they're just, it's wild to associate, like, a very normal human. Mm-hmm. It's also, like, very, like, it's a culturally, like, very diverse company. Mm-hmm. Um, 
which is like, I don't know. It's just like every kind of character is in there and everyone's yeah. really cool. And people work there for a very long time. There is like zero fucking turnover. Oh, that's which I amazing. Think oh, volumes that about does. a company. Yeah, that does. Absolutely. Like, and I always look, I look at that deeply when mm-hmm. like, when I think about a place I want to go or like what kind or of work with or, or work with or anything like there have been companies that I've been associated with or worked with that had very fucking high turnover. Mm. So it's just sad. Um, so do they give you like complete creative freedom? Yeah. That's awesome. Wow. So yeah, I mean, so they market LPA and like they're, they have a, their customer that they know right. like the back of their hand. So they do, um, you know, they'll be like, we're going on this trip. Like we're going to have an LPA lunch. And I'm like, cool. Just like push these items or like, I'll like tell one of the girls that's there. I'm like, can you bring like a disposable camera or then take like film photos for me so I can make the content look more LPA. And so it's not like a lot of repeat content because their Mm -hmm. content performs really well on revolve, but it's like, I don't want the same them to look the same. Mm -hmm. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I work my ass off on like the LPA site and being really like crazy. How many many people work for you? Uh, I, there's like two people that are like on my team that like design and then there's, like kind of just like teams and people who work on different teams like you know there's like a fabric team sure Mm -hmm. and like one of the girls in there is like does lpa stuff and like how far out do you design i just did it i just had them all over for dinner and i think it was like there's like 20 people that like were Mm -hmm. i know then it's hard because then it's like i'll be like oh i need to do like marketing stuff and then there's like the brand marketing team that's like a whole i mean they all work on everything yeah um like you know, there's so many brands. Yeah, there's like eighteen, twelve, or yeah, fifteen yeah, yeah. brands yeah. that are yeah. revolved. Yeah. So, but the like every day, all day long, just with me is Tim and Sean. Amazing. Love babies. <laughs> we had the best conversation. Th- and then there's two other guys. I'm uh, gay Ben are just so important to me, and like always <laughs> have. <been. laughs> well, now that my mom, like my since my father passed away, like mm. she's like having to have a social life. She just discovered that gay men are like. like god's gift to the world absolutely and so i had a psychic a while ago tell me that i would be surrounded by a lot of gay men um but like really she was like mm. soon you'll be literally surrounded by a lot of gay men and i was like that's so cool <laughs> and now like where i sit like where our pod is yeah. there's two boys from another team and like they help with like ha- like an lpa too but they work for like an- one of the other brands but we all sit together mm-hmm. and it's four gay men wow that are all from different countries or their or their parents are from a different mm-hmm. country. And we had this like amazing we had this amazing conversation the other day where one of them was talking about like his mom and dad's dynamic and and then the other one like Sean was like, "Oh, my mom and dad are the same way. Like my dad never wanted my mom to do this." And Tim was like, "Oh yeah, like my mom doesn't even know how to drive because my dad was like, "You don't need to know how to drive." Oh my and, god. Like, and like and I and then I was talking because it was spanning from like a conversation I was having about like my dad and how you know my mom is like ha- having like a, for the first time really has like a life since my dad died, mm-hmm. and and it was this like beautiful connective moment because Eric was like it's so weird like all of our dads are the same and I was like it's not weird it's cultural like mm-hmm. all of our families come from different cultures were within those cultures up until this fucking the last 10 years the man worked and the woman was a housewife Mm -hmm. and so it's it like tingled into their family a little bit where the mom was like well i want to have a job Mm -hmm. like one of the one of the kids at the table was like oh yeah my parents started finding when my mom like got a job when i was in high school 
And I was like, that, and he's like, I think maybe it's from her working. I was like, yeah, motherfucker, yeah. your yeah. dad was pissed about it. Yeah. Like the same way my dad got pissed when my mom started working. Yeah, the power dynamics. Like it's yeah. like the power dynamics. And I was like, I had this moment. I got like so emotional, and I was like, isn't this? We are all the same. Yeah. Like yeah, this is like Vietnam and fucking like Iran and um, Mexico. Right. And my mom's from all Denmark. My mom came around a boat from Denmark. And my dad's wow. family's from yeah. Italy. And like, I was like, this is the same fucking dynamic across all these very different cultures. I love that. It was so beautiful. And, and it's all amazing so that now women are kind of entering. And then the I'm sitting there as like exactly. the boss of Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah like, uh, look at me. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Well, then I'm like, they're like, I'm like, they joke. They're like, you're half. They're like, every once in a while you have this like creative director moments. But for the rest of the time, you're like, <laughs> I'm just full. Just kind of like I'm oversharing mass. You've like, but they're like my, but those are I'm very yeah. close with Tim and Sean. Yeah, yeah. You've overcome a lot. I mean, you've hustled. You've worked really hard. Maybe money was tight in some areas. You lost your father. What kind of advice would you give someone who might be plateauing in their career, dealing with a family emergency, to keep going? I mean, right now is like a night. Like I'm like right now is like really hard. Like it's this moment is very hard. Mm-hmm. Like, cause like my husband got a p- the promotion of his life to m- with the company he was working for. And the offer was to move to Italy and live in this like beautiful town and, and work with the owner of the company, like the most prestigious Italian menswear brand. Like, and he had been working like a, like a psychopath for that job for five years. And that's why we kept breaking up because like we were long distance and we would get together and we'd break up because he would, he's like, my job is like more important. And then we got engaged and he was like, I got the promotion. And for a second, I was like, holy shit, I'm moving to Italy. This is going to be amazing. And I started looking up places and to get an idea of like, you know, where we'd be living and what the places look like. And they were fucking mansions for nothing. And like, you know, <laughs> with like little, he said, do you want a vineyard? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> and then I was like, what if something happens to my family? I just had this weird feeling. I was like, what if something happens to my dad? It was like, and that's, so my advice is like, follow your fucking gut intuition because it's like, there have been times with like a couple other bad things that happened recently where I was like, oh, I don't know if like, I'm nervous about that. And then that thing ultimately was something that like backfired. And Mm -hmm. so it's just really listening to your intuition. And then when he, when he turned, when he said like, we can't move, like, yeah, he was sick. He was sick and he was definitely like in bed a lot and like, not but in i don't know and he loved davide so much like they were so in love and davide went to his job and they were like you need to convince your fiance to like move here otherwise like we don't really have a position for you and he was like i can find another job i can't find another wife wow which was like so and then he like moved here and two weeks later my fucking dad died like uh, upstairs in his bedroom like like we had dinner with him and he went upstairs and he said i don't feel good but it's like feels different this time. I don't feel good. And he fucking dropped dead um, <gasps> as my mom was taking his shoes off. Oh my God. And we had just, we'd finished dinner with him and we went around the corner to our friend's house to have like a nightcap. One of our friends was in town who was um, from New York who was pregnant in like seven months. And I was like, oh, this is great. So they're like, we'll open a bottle of wine or whatever. And I like take a sip of the wine and my mom calls. And I just had a weird feeling about answering the phone. And. We like I sped home like I guess Davide got on the phone and he was like your mom said we need to come home and there was just ambulance everywhere and I went upstairs and he was just fucking like dead on the floor. It was so crazy. And I was like I'm about to get married like 
how are you gonna die right now davide just moved here and he like moved here i was like screaming at him but i mean it was like then i woke up the next day and i was like i think we have to move in here and davide was like i know your mom can't live in here alone she can't afford it and but my parents i've been in that house for 35 years and they got married there and my dad died there and it's like the center of our really mixed family like my nieces and nephews stay there when they're home from college and my best friend and her daughter show up every day like you know it's just yeah, yeah. We, and I'm, what I'm gonna do put my fucking 70 year old mom in an apartment no way like and everyone else already has kids so it just fell on me so I we like, like moved in there and took everything over I admire you so much first of all um we just lost our stepmom oh I'm so sorry and it's hard when you're p- when your parents alone it's a really scary. It's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. It's a scary feeling yeah. to know that one of your parents is alone. It's real. It's. I always knew that at some point I would like have her living close to me. Mm-hmm. And my dad, even the before he died, he was like, "Listen, like I know Davide gave up a lot. He's like, if you guys want the house, like we can build a guest house. He's like, that's what I always wanted to do anyway. Like there's mm-hmm. too many stairs here. I can't get up and down the stairs." So, well, eventually, if I can save up for it, I mean, well, I would like to in a year, like, build a cottage for her on just, mm-hmm. like, on, and it's a big, like, it's, it's awesome because, like, obviously, like, you know, the house isn't owned outright because, it, but it's a fucking insanely beautiful property. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, yeah. so beautiful and, like, so special. And, like, mm-hmm. my dad bought it for nothing and added all this stuff there. And it's, like, he built half the stuff that's in there. And it's, like, and then the whole upstairs is the master suite. So she has her own zone. Right. So like we're constantly joking about like sex stuff all the time. Cause <laughs> I was just like, my mom will be like, you know, I just wish that I had, I wish you wouldn't criticize like the way I live around uh, in here. Cause my mom's just like a little messy and like, <laughs> and, I, and, and I'm like, well, I wish I could fuck my husband all the time. So I don't know. We just oh. have to fucking figure it out. Oh my dude. God, that's like, incredible. Sometimes I just like my husband want to jump his bones and I just can't. And so she's like, I can go upstairs. I can't hear anything. I'm like, I know you're up there. I know you're up there. I know you're up <laughs> you there. Know what I mean? Like, I'm not going to have her. Like, there's times where she's like, I'm going to bed. Uh, and you're like, you put, like, weird pressure on us. Have like, sex now. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. I'll come home and from, like, and Davide will have done so much work on that because we cleaned everything out. Davide yeah. painted everything. And he gave up his you job. Have a he keeper, went from man. working like a crazy sure. person. I was launching his own business. And we were doing it with, like, a few small investments from our close friends who really believe in him and mm-hmm. so he doesn't have an office he works from a dining room table right now and um i'll get home and my mom will be like you know we all gather around the table at night and we op- drink wine or we figure out what we're eating mm-hmm. we're all really good at cooking we all really love wine and it's really beautiful we laugh we talk about our day my mom i'll walk in and she's like you owe your husband so many blowjobs he literally cleaned out the whole closet <laughs> He painted the whole dining room. <laughs> your mom <laughs> sounds like our mom. Yeah, your mom. Our moms would. Get our moms along would get so along. Well. She so well. needs more friends and is available oh, for hangouts. So. For sure, Th- she can come over for sure. And I just taught her. How- you know what's so funny? So growing up in Pasadena is a very Christian Catholic place. Really? Okay, and I didn't have like obviously there was I we knew Jewish families yeah. growing up, but it's not a huge. There's not like a huge. There's no synagogue. There's a one really? small synagogue. Just in Pasadena specifically, yeah, yeah, yeah. like the surrounding area. There's yeah. everywhere. But there's like a million churches. It's like very. Interesting. I and I, w- I was, I was told the girl who gave me a facial at sun worship last night. Yeah. She is Jewish. And she was like, oh, I love Pasadena. The only reason why I didn't move there, because I couldn't, there wasn't a Jewish school for my okay. two sons. Oh, okay. And I was like, I didn't know about Shabbat dinner or like live Shabbat dinner lifestyle until I moved to New York. 
Oh yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh yeah. What a well, because I, I was like, we have like Sunday family dinner. It's like the same it's thing, the same but it's thing. different. Same thing, different night. It's you know what I mean? Yeah. Together, you pray, you eat food. Yeah. And I was telling my mom about that, and she was like, I know. She's like, I've never been to a Shabbat, and I was like, we gotta. Oh my God, she's got to come over I here know. for Shabbat. Like, this Shabbat like, is just imagine this all lit. My my no, mom, candles like, everywhere. Up a storm. It's it's the most magical. It's so magical of the week. It's unbelievable. Yeah. The wine is flowing. Sundays for us are really got it. Okay crazy like we like that's why it was so special that my dad passed away after a sunday dinner like i'd never miss a sunday dinner and we yeah gather together we drink wine we talk about the week we make like really special food we like sit at the dining table we pray we like you know it's like a special ritual our we got we did our like quick little civil ceremony it was a week the because we were supposed to do it with my dad that next Mm -hmm. friday we're gonna go to the church like or just not go to the church we're gonna go to the courthouse yeah, and just to get started, because when David quit his job, he gave up his visa. You yeah. know, so we were like, I'm like, fuck. He's yeah, and so we are like little wedding that we did in the backyard. Everyone was in town yeah. to like for the funeral, and so Davide made lasagna and I made a salad, and mm-hmm. I wore my grandma's crown that she yeah. wore when she married my grandpa, and. I've had the, I saved up when I was in high school and bought Manola Blahniks on sale for one hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, white lace pumps. Go girl. That I said I would get. Where are you? Working? Also, that was crazy. Like Manolos on sale were like one because Manolos yeah. used to be three hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, at least say, what? <laughs> at least. And I was like, one day I'll get married in these shoes, and oh. I wore those, and oh I had a dress God. from Happy Isles that was supposed to be our like big wedding rehearsal dinner dress, and we like had like the best little backyard wedding that was like That's so, so cool, great on a Sunday yeah. to like keep. That. I was like when we were not have a sad sunday and we're gonna have a good sunday that's I amazing oh yeah i think like we're i'm very thankful to have a husband who's like very into like tradition and mm-hmm. keeping those things it going. sounds like Absolutely. you really really got a keeper yeah he's wonderful he's like i i mean he moved into like a house that is not his and like mm. got his job taken away from him and his mom is very 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 sick we had to cancel our wedding to go be with her we had to beg the government to let us leave because he doesn't have a green card they gave us 30 days and she's really really very 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 sick so he like yeah so then i'm like okay you gave up your job for me you like moved into someone else's home for me and like you know you like can't be with your mother during this time which is barely you know so i just i just i'm constantly like i'm so fucking sorry like like, you know what i mean he does it with pleasure he does it with pleasure like and it'll it's just like a tough time so that's why i keep so like yeah what do i say to people like we're scared too like Mm -hmm. he's about to launch a company and like that's scary you know and like i can't help him a lot with it because he comes from a way different background like he's comes from like heritage brands that do wholesale Mm. and so I'm like, we're going to market the fucking shit out of this. We're going to gift it. He's like, I'm not gifting. He's like, I'm not gifting anything. (laughs) Yeah. And I was like, well, what about the reposts from the influencers? And he was like, I don't believe in influencers. And I was like, what? And I was was like, you don't believe in influencers? All this free shit in our fucking house (laughs) is from the internet. I'm like, you really like those fucking discounted hotels, huh? (laughs) You're going to tell me you don't like an influencer? Fuck you. Oh, my God. So funny. But yeah, I, I mean, I also want to express gratitude to you about your social media presence because yeah, it's incredible. As, I mean, as we've just witnessed here, like you're so honest. There's a depth to you. You're so raw. Why did you feel the need to just showcase your entire true self and or, original self? I had a blog media? a long time ago in like 2006. 
seven, 2006, 2007 mm-hmm. called Fighting the War Against Blowing It. And it was Ooh. about moving to New York and like being constantly distracted by like shit to like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. going out and drinking and like uh-huh. wanting to party, not go to class, like all that kind of stuff. Because I went from like Pasadena to like living in an apartment on the Lower East Side yeah, in 2005, which is like crazy. And I was like, well, there's bars downstairs and like pizza <laughs> everywhere. And like, <laughs> yeah. I don't have to fucking have, I don't have a midnight curfew anymore. Like, yeah. and so I would write, it was basically like an open, I would take film photos on like my point and shoot cameras. And it was an, it was basically like a journal. Mm-hmm. And I started posting things that were really personal and would get the most beautiful feedback. Wow. Like from people from all over the world being like, like I live in Argentina and like I like I I remember writing something about this guy that like I like loved <laughs> and he like came to New York to be he was like I've always loved you and he like lived somewhere else and I came to New York to be with me and we spent like four days together and he's like I'm literally gonna go back to Miami and uh, pack up my stuff and come back here but he had a fucking girlfriend the whole time in Miami oh, oh shit which I didn't know about and I was like what oh, oh shit like we're like pub- very public in we're in public yeah. together all the time <laughs> how do you just like That's on the crazy. low have a girlfriend and so I remember posting something being like how did this happen yeah. to me and yeah. like what cues am I missing as like an intellectual female that I didn't pick up on this like where am I lacking that like that I'm open to that Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and um and just the feedback was great and I was like I will always and it but here's the fucked up thing is it also allows for a shit ton of criticism Mm -hmm. so and the criticisms are very personal and like you know when 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 I get like a slew of trolling like the things that like I'm like, I know that I'll, be, I'll literally be like, I know that person. Cause they'll be like, you used to not do this. And now, and you say you're relatable and you're staying at these hotels. And I'm, but I'm also just like, so what do you say to people who have 2 million followers on Instagram yeah. who like only post, like who don't post anything that has any substance mm-hmm. and don't stand for anything. Like yeah. I was like, everyone's just trying. And like, I'm like, that's okay too. Yeah. But like, don't criticize me. Like I'm like, it's all on me to fix yeah. the fucking world. Like I'm just trying to pay my fucking, we're all trying to survive. Yeah. Totally. So like, unless I'm like actively like hurting people, like, uh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. from, from, from the best of my abilities, I get messages every day from girls saying that like they feel good in the clothes and like, that's great. And yeah, are the clothes like, they're not made in a fucking America. I wish I could make clothes in America. Yeah. I can't afford it. Right. Like I can't. Mm-hmm. And also that would increase the prices to like $300 for a dress. Mm-hmm. And like I only sell $300 dresses that are like bedazzled, like, cra- you know what I mean? It's like, right. and then it's like, then I'm like defending myself and I'm like this. And then I'm like, you know, why am I like, yeah, there's I'm not so the much one. Out of it, there's yeah. also just so it's everything we do. So it's like, mm-hmm. don't criticize you know what I mean? It's just like, yeah. where do you work? Yeah. And where's all the shit? And, and where's all yeah. the shit in your office from? Yeah. Where's your computer from? How many computers have you had? Do you throw the computer away? Do you recycle it? How many mm-hmm. phones have you? It just goes so deep on every level mm-hmm. that it's like, mm-hmm. stop it. Like we're all collectively, and thank God for new companies that start that are so conscious. Just buy those. Just buy those brands. Totally. You know what I mean? Just be so. I don't know. I get really like, oh yeah. And then I'm like, no, this is like. Just remember all the beautiful, nice things that people say right. to me. And I mean, I, mean, I screenshot all of them and I respond to everybody. Good. You do? I mean, wow. I, mean, I don't have 100,000 followers. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not it's like there's like, I can yeah. see all this. Yeah. Well, it's refreshing and I would 
yeah it is refreshing thank you it's definitely something i think that resonates with a lot of people for sure i've been following you now i know i've been following for a while since i was 22 (laughs) and i am 27 now so that's five years okay do you want to know what i did but you never responded it's totally okay i love you um i started my own magazine at 22 uh-huh. and we had halsey on the cover and we had a launch party at the standard and all i wanted was for you to show up why didn't i go i don't know so i tried cute. inviting you but it didn't on work how dm Did, when was this this was when i was 22 so how long five ago was that ago. five years ago i was i'm not five years ago i was like begging to do something cool to hang out so that's like <laughs> insane, yeah i've like been though. following <laughs> you forever Did I read it? What? Did they read it? I don't think so. Here's also what's hard. Like, I am a very... Text messages and emails, are that's like my to-do list. Mm. But now I'm getting to the point where I, I'm, I do so much in a day that the one thing that's really slacking is like answering like my text messages mm, and I like responding you. to certain things like I read things but then I'm like oh my god that's so nice and then my husband will be like get off the phone and I'm like fuck okay and, and then, then you I'm don't like, back. Fuck, you I respond to that and then and then too much time will pass and I get embarrassed but no like, that happens to no, me all the time yeah, don't worry I don't that know why I don't know why Apple hasn't invented unread. a star thing on your fucking text yes. unread on text yes. I know Please. I've been asking this let me get a flag anything i'll just yeah. search for the flag because yeah. if i read something i'll just flag it and come back to it later absolutely once i've on read it side. i'm like fuck 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 okay. i'm never gonna remember to get back to that <laughs> <laughs> so annoying. okay we i'm do- sorry i didn't go no oh. that's okay i love you you're here now also, yeah you're here now also you like threw a party with like halsey on a cover of a magazine that you yeah. wait hold on you started a magazine and halsey was on the cover when you were 22 yeah Can we She's cheers with our water bus. to that <laughs> jesus christ it was sold in barnes that and noble too. that is oh r.i.p barnes and noble i know right I love a good Barnes and Noble. I love moment. the smell of the coffee and the people who would sit down and just read. I, know. I love Barnes and Noble. The best Barnes and Noble was in Pasadena. I used to always get Christmas presents in there. Oh. My dad used to buy us a book every year for Christmas. Love that. That is a great. That's so a great. Gift. Do you want to know what's a really good idea? Mm. Um, I was listening to the Skinny Confidential him and her podcast, and Michael Bostick's parents, like, would obviously not let them buy whatever they wanted when they were kids, but. If they went into a bookstore, they could have as many books as they wanted. Like th- there was I no budget. There was literally no. You budget. know, what I was thinking on the way over here that my I saw on Instagram the other day a very elaborate first birthday party and oh. was like, well, "That's definitely gonna cost. They're definitely cost more than what my wedding will cost." <laughs> And then oh I was like, God. am I supposed to do this? And there was no. like gift bags for all the kids. And I was like, am I supposed to fucking give kids gifts? For-? And then I thought to myself, I will always do like a potlucky cool thing yes. or whatever. Yeah. And that every year, instead of having people bring presents to my child, my child, once it's old enough, will pick the charity that money gets donated to in their name. Oh, that's amazing. And I was like, I'm fucking sticking by this. It's not. I'm not even pregnant yet, but that will be what I do by the time the kid is like four. I love that idea. I feel like you're a big follow through gal. Like you got those manila bonics. You're like, I'm gonna wear these to my wedding. I you did. are a follow through gal. Yeah. Take it through. I love certain that stuff. Idea. I mean, I also make like large blanket statements about how I'll be as a mom and like have not had a child. And like all my friends who have kids are like, Good there's luck no with yeah, that. There's no <laughs> way. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Uh, last thing I want to talk about is your health kick that you've been on, and I know that. Yeah. I mean, I've been following it as well. Is it more so for your wedding or is it something just like... I just I was tired of being like so bloated by four o'clock that I was yeah, like we're, and we're falling asleep at my... Bloated. <laughs> it is so <laughs> funny. Um, everyone says the same thing. I'm tired. I'm bloated. I can't digest anything. I'm too tired in the afternoon. I don't sleep well. I mean, a lot of it is like... I think there's a culture of like... it's. <laughs> 
I have to stop saying like. There is a culture of <laughs> um, thinking that it's cool <laughs> to be stressed. Yes, we talk a lot about this on the podcast. Yeah, it's it's it the, makes it's, bu- it's called busy bragging culture, where you oh, yeah. are just bragging that you're about busy, how busy and stressed, you are. and so that you have no time. And I wish I had Davide recorded on here, going because this morning we like shot for um, the Great Jones. It's like, oh, yeah. it's not like this beautiful <laughs> company At that, you're ma- aware of it. that okay. makes pots and pans that are divine and beautiful yeah, and entry price brand. point for that level of, you know especially compared to like Lake Crusade or whatever mm-hmm. and we I had him do it with me mm-hmm. they said make a meal and I was like why would I make it with my husband yeah we always make our meals together and so he was like talking to the girl who's interviewing us and whatever and he was like he he mo- he does when he mocks an American accent at seventy. He's like, "Well, you know, I'm like <laughs> so busy. I just need a vacation. I'm like so tired." And he's like, "That's what all of you sound like. Oh, everyone, everyone, yeah, everyone, everyone." So, yeah, being able to say to yourself, "Like, I'm just gonna fucking chill today." Like, mm-hmm. there are some afternoons where I'm like, or days where I'm like, "I'm gonna work from home. I'm gonna accomplish more." From 9 to 1 p.m. in my house then I will accomplish all day in the office because I just, like, get excited and distracted <laughs> with the boys. And I'm like, ah! <laughs> or there's too many people asking me different questions. And then I'm, like, not doing what I should. Mm. Um, and then I will go get cupping. Or, you know, oh, my God. I'll, I'll you get cupping? Yeah. I it just, is my favorite thing my in the favorite. entire and I'll world. Make, and I found a place that's, that. like, I mean, uh, I've... Complete admiration and respect for Chinese medicine. I mean, it's just the it's that's why it's been around for this long. It's no like cupping. Long. When I leave a cupping session, I am like elated. I'm high. I am so relaxed. I am totally detoxified. You're it's detoxified. In, I feel like an idiot American being like, "Have you heard of cupping?" When something that's been around for yeah. thousands of I know, years. I know. Like, I know. But I'm glad that it's gaining I'm really some traction. Happy that it's and there's a doctor in Pasadena who does such a great job, and mm. it's so reasonable. I'm like fifty dollars for oh, this. Oh no way! Yeah, for a massage for an hour massage and half cupping. What? Uh, okay, we need the name now. And We're he's going. So he's like the most gorgeous <laughs> man. <laughs> oh my god! With like, yeah, love he's that. like, I'm like, I love him, Doctor K. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we should get that. We should do a sister day and go together. Field trip to Pasadena. It's yes. great. Down. And, you know, I'll just make carve out those times. Yeah. I, I had a panic attack yesterday, and so obviously it doesn't, it's not all the time. I was watching a, there's a, oh my God, I have to figure out what it's called. There's a show on HBO based on a book that this a, Italian woman wrote. It's mm. in Italian. Mm. Um, it's amazing. And I was already feeling like panic attacky. Mm-hmm. And then watched the show which deals with like very intense topics but but, and then so beautiful and then for some reason i was just like crying a lot and so i knew that like i needed to cry i wasn't like and then i just was like started hysterically crying and everybody was like way too tired for it because he's like emotionally like and he was like everything's gonna, he's like what's wrong and i was like i was something really bad's gonna happen again and, like everything just bad keeps happening i was just like i don't know what's going on i was like I just have a bad, b- and he's like, everything's fine. All the bad stuff already happened. Like Aww. nothing else is gonna happen. Like we're fine. And I was like, okay. And then I had to 
you know, I made sure when I woke up this morning to like sit down and be like, well, okay, why well, was like just journal it out? Why was I feeling that way and like write all my fears out? Yeah, what like, what like tips do you have for people to to kind of deal with their emotions? Like it only happens every so once in a while. Like I don't want to be a hypocrite and say like you should do this because like I'm just trying to figure out how to like do it. Yeah. But I think yeah. like free writing is really good. I just got back into journaling and I love it. Mm. Journaling's really good. I also have um, a rabbi that I talk to sometimes who Ooh. is amazing. He's at Jackie Aisha's. Uh, like her office oh and he's french and a rabbi and he's to die for and huh. um he writes in hebrew and so it's awesome because i can't understand what he's writing and then he'll <laughs> he like free writes in hebrew like and looks at me and yeah. asks me certain things and then he'll tell me things that he's like wait we need to go to this rabbi <laughs> life changing. he goes your husband's right knee hurts and it's like mm. and then i go home and i said like, your knee hurt he's like yeah it's why i can't is he a psychic like yeah what? it's like oh. very uh, he's wow. like on some other level oh jackie i found him yeah. a long time ago and has like not left his to the point where she like makes prayer necklaces with his prayers in them which i wear that a lot too oh i also have this thing with anxiety like chakra Oh um, look at all these tips. I'm embarrassing. These are all these self care. <laughs> no, tips. Oh, these, these are, are good. Great. Right? These are. Amazing. I don't know if it's like nice self care tips or <laughs> if I'm like, like trying to hold it together. Yeah, like a white girl, or it's just like a white girl who's like, here's all the things I do from other cultures. Here's like my chakra thing and this like rabbi. <laughs> no, but we need to go back to our goop theory. Yeah. If it works, if it works, I'm always no, like, you're no. So this guy is like amazing, and he said so many things to me, and and he called me and he said, you eat too fast. Yeah, you don't drink enough water. Um, like a lot of things where he would like write things down. He would laugh and he'd look at me and he'd go, like, you. And I'm like, what are you like? What? <laughs> Wait, what's his name? And he, uh, um, why am I blanking? Oh my Rabbi. God. It's, uh, French. Oh my God. I can't remember. Okay. You have to tell us okay, after. Just, um, we'll do a follow up. Why? I hate that. I was just texting. Him. <laughs> anyway. Um, cause I want him to see my mom. Oh, okay. oh that'd be a good idea. Um, yeah, he was told me, but he was like, you'll be pregnant by next year. I said, that's oh. Ooh. Like, soul may baby. That's oh. exciting. I've had a baby soul child around me since I was in high school. That's oh. interesting. Every, like, person I talked to was like, you have, like, a young spirit around you. I was like, oh. I know, and it's, like, waiting to take form. So, like, oh. my first child is my soulmate. Oh. That is so I think so about queen. it all the time. I'm like, I can't wait to meet you. Oh, my uh. God. Anyway. I can't uh, wait to meet your baby. <laughs> yeah, I think he's it will will not be on Instagram. I'll tell you that much. You have no clue. What okay, good, like. great. That's really good. That's nope. good. Yeah, yeah. Back of the it's head. Yeah. Back of the head and a yeah. cute little chubby hand. <laughs> there you go. That's all you see. <laughs> anyway, he told me to lay in bed at night because if he, he was like, "I'm not going to tell you a bunch of shit you're not going to do." Mm. So he just said, "Lay in bed and then you close your eyes and just blur in your head all the shit that you have in your head." Like, I feel this, I feel that. He's like, it's just releasing. And the times where I lay in bed and I do that, I sleep so well. Wow. wow. You say it out loud or just like to yourself? No, because I like, got the husband and the dog. <laughs> and <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> and my husband doesn't believe in any of this stuff. Mm. He's like, this is not. <laughs> yeah, he doesn't. He eats pasta and drinks yeah. milk and like doesn't believe in any drinks of this. Milk. He drinks milk. I love milk. how that's like. He drinks milk. He drinks like, real milk. He just drinks like a non-organic. Uh, <laughs> a, a dairy I'm like, milk. You know the dairy milk. that you're putting in your bod. <laughs> <laughs> I just keep on being like different laws, dude. Different country. Yeah. You can't. 
You no, never totally. Even, but as Paltrow on the thing, she was like, you know, Italy has all these rules, and you can eat anything in Italy. And I was like, yeah. I know. Uh, you, yeah. could, <laughs> you could literally eat anything in Italy, and your stomach would be totally I fine. Eat. I know. Well, I mean, I am allergic to wheat, so after a few days, I start to, like, I'll fall asleep at two. Like, yeah. And I got get it. very bloated, and I get, like, hives, and I start to get, oh, oh no. Fabulous. I know. <laughs> I know. Some girl was like, oh, a wheat or allergy uh, our, our wheat or gluten allergy is like just a skinny girl's excuse for saying skinny. And I was like, uh, I was no. like, I like just wrote back like all these articles about like yeah. Roundup. <laughs> You're so great. I was just like, uh, you probably have the best comebacks. You're Sometimes. feisty. No, I was just like. I re- no, I'm not. I responded nicely. Like no, no, no but you're you. you I'm have just like you have a spirit yeah, about just you. Defend my, I'm just like well, unless it's somebody who's just ridiculous. Yeah, and then there's no yeah. talking to people like that. No, not in the arena, but for she was like so offended, and I was like, this has clearly been like a trigger for you, yeah. and like I w- I hope that like you find like a journey that makes you feel happy and comfortable, and like this that. is my journey, and like here's all the stuff that I've read that um scared the shit out of me and yeah. then once i adjusted my lifestyle I felt so much better and so, so if it works, <laughs> it works i go and i also i was like and by the way like i'm still a fucking size eight so it's not yeah. like I, it's fun. not like i'm like emaciated and i'm like i'm still learning to eat like yeah. no i eat really clean and it's like i can't really get smaller than a size eight like yeah. i i've been like up to like a size 14 16 so I know the fucking struggle with weight and stuff. Also, food is so tied to your mental health. Like, I always find that when I'm eating clean, my mental clarity is so much better. I just just don't want to be tired. Yeah, you get so exhausted. Because it's brain fog. And then you're making weird decisions. And, like, your synapses start communicating differently. I actually haven't. I used to always, like, crash around two or three. But lately, I haven't been. Um, just because I've changed up my eating habits. I by yeah. three o'clock, I'm like in the zone. Love that. Yeah, and I'm like maybe a green tea, but like just for fun. Oh, Ooh. Not I, need okay. I, know. Okay. I definitely drink coffee all day today, <laughs> so there's that. <laughs> well, so I mean, every day's different. That's yeah. also like every day. There are times where I'm exhausted, but it, you know, there's a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. but it's like every day's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. V's honey, day. my um, like muscle tester, nutritional angel person, gave a good rule, which is try to like not have the same source of caffeine every day and your body mm. just gets used to it oh so that's yeah, interesting I, we're immune to coffee it doesn't even affect us yeah, yeah. I, literally I was drinking like huge coffees yeah. at one point yeah interesting. also my husband's like why should you drink 16 <laughs> ounces of coffee just have a little espresso oh my <laughs> God, no. i had oh like four espressos today yeah. on top of my morning coffee mm-hmm. okay and a cold brew okay <laughs> scout's that off is the wall so bad yeah scout are you gonna sleep tonight? Yep. Yeah, I well, could. We huh? could. We could. Drink oh yeah. Do like your bamate for two days, or like even just a week. It tastes so good. Yeah, yeah. I really like oh, matcha. A yerba mate. Yerba mate has a lot of shit ton of caffeine. Mm. Really, it does. Or those Runya drinks are great, and they're like mm. all I natural. I like matcha. I love matcha, but I don't think it has that much caffeine. Like I'm not like going on a run after. Yeah, matcha. yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> you're gonna, yeah it's like an afternoon drink kind yeah. of thing. It's yeah. an afternoon it's caffeine like fix. Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. Okay, Pia, I feel like an angel has graced us yeah. with her Thank presence. Letting me into this beautiful home for <laughs> those family photos. Yeah, we're recording at our mom's house right now. Yeah, Pia has entered into the oasis that is our mom. And our stepdad home. texts us, so he's probably standing outside the I door know. waiting oh, for shit. us to finish. Okay. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I he's bet like you. I'm really cold. <laughs> I bet you he's like waiting outside in his <laughs> car. Okay, Pia, tell everyone where they can find you. LPA, everything. Um, 
at PR Romeo on Instagram, at LPA, LPA the label, it's on Revolve. Go shop. Yeah. Perfect. Just if you want to. Uh, no, you should. No, you should. Because <laughs> LPA is amazing. Thank yes. you. And you can find OKSIS at OKSIS Podcast. And I think we're good. Yay. Thanks, Thank guys. you so much so for coming on. Bye, sisters. Bye.